This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio program. Today we're going to continue where we left off yesterday, where I had a special speaker, Dr. Bill Henderson. Another name for him, Pastor for Disaster, because he brings food, water, and needed resources to suffering people. He was also one of the seven original members of the John Jacobs Power Team. And he's going to continue on a message that he started yesterday. It's time to break the back of shipwrecked faith. Now sit back and enjoy as we continue with yesterday's message. Psalm 91, 1 and 2 Those that dwell in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. So you do the Hebrew study there, and it says when you stay connected with the Creator in the Holy of Holies, well, the outer court is a place of repentance. The inner court was a place of proclamation and decree. But the holy of holies that we're supposed to be as believers, if you want to be radical and if you want to be a soul winner, you've got to get to this place where you lay and pray. It's the holy of holies. You don't talk there. Most Christians have never found that place. I'm not amplifying that this group here, especially being hooked with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, there's just no way. You guys have to know this by now. But I'm telling you when I travel and I just talk to the average person, I did start doing research. The average believer, out of every 100 believers, there's only at best 5% that pray five minutes a day. Ouch! This is why I wrote the book. Pastors, leaders pray maybe 15 minutes a week. And they're teaching and trying to train people. Why? Because there's something called distraction. The devil comes with distraction. And when he can't stop you, he goes, okay. And that little punk comes around behind and he starts shoving you so fast that pretty soon there's... And there's just no time to pray. And God has got a remnant. God is bringing a reformation on planet Earth. And their people are waking up and going, by cracky, I'm going to stay, lay, and pray until I hear the way. And it's in that quiet place, it's in that intimate place with God that we hear instructions. So I did the whole Greek thing here. If you got a pencil, those who are called according to His purpose, not our pleasure, 
but His purpose. When the purpose of God is still on your life, we become a ping pong ball. You cannot drown the ping pong ball. Ever try to drown the ping pong ball? That's my word picture. Take a ping pong ball and put it at the bottom of the pool and then just hold it there enough to drown it. But when you let go, what does it do? Boing, oing, 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 oing. It's because of what's inside the ping pong ball. And when God's purpose is being prayed out in our life daily, the Spirit of the living God is charging us and overflowing with us and giving us that fire and that new wine and that fresh zeal where you just get that, I can't help it, you've got to tell somebody what Jesus has done for me. And by the way, last night on the way in here, I stopped and talked to a guy. He was standing there and I said, what you doing? And he looks at me and he goes, oh, I just dropped off my men. And he was standing there, you know, and he had some beer and then pretty soon another guy came. And I said, you guys must be doing construction. He goes, yeah, we do this and we do that. And then I said, what kind of construction will be in heaven? And he goes, huh? And I said, will you be in heaven to find out if there's construction or not? And he's looking at me and he went, well, I don't know. And I said, well, if you died today, would you go north or south? Would you go heaven or hell? I'm kind of giving you a crash course in just how easy it is to win a soul. And when I said north, south, heaven or hell, and I wait and I look at him. And he looked at me and he went, well, that's a hard question. And I said, it can be. And I said, for most people it is. And he goes, well, I don't know if anybody can know that. And I said, well, actually, the Bible shows you a way that you can know. And then I got what most people say, well, I'm a good person. Haven't done that many bad things. And he went down the list why he should be in heaven. Then I quote him Ephesians 2, 8, 9, that we're saved by grace through faith, not of ourself, so no man can boast or brag. I said, brother, it's nothing you can do. I said, it's God's grace. It's you believing by faith in him. And I said, it's this simple. Do you believe in almighty God? And he goes, well, yeah. Do you believe that this almighty God, the creator of the world, do you believe he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us on a cross so that we don't have to die? And he goes, I do. And I go, but have you been born again like Jesus told Nicodemus? And he goes, probably not. <laughs> and I said, probably most people, they get that far and they don't know if they have. And I said, sir, if you were born again, if you were saved like me, you could tell your story. I said, here's my story in about 90 seconds. I grew up in church. I sold Bibles. I didn't know the God of the Bible I was knocking on door and selling. I was baptized nine times. I went in a dry center. I came out a wet center. I never had the conversion, sir, that goes from your head to your heart. I never had that until December the 5th, 1978, about 8.30 at night, hanging out with some people I shouldn't have been hanging with, even though I grew up in church, even though I had a strong mother in the faith and a sister and they really they lived the Christian life I couldn't deny it my mom would pray there's all kind of stories about an impartation from my mother she would take me to Skid Row Los Angeles when I was only seven and eight years old and she showed me how to do Matthew 25 ministry to take care of the hungry and the poor and the naked and to be Jesus to people and I said to him I smoked too much angel dust I fell over dead I said, a demon, I'm sure it had to be, grabbed me by the throat and was pulling me out of my body. I'm looking at a dead man, sir. I said, what's your name? Called him by name, shook his hand. My name is Bill, right about that time. And his eyes were like biggest plates. He's going, 
Oh. And I said, and I heard my mother, even though she went to heaven seven years earlier, but God replayed my mother's voice. Billy, don't run from God. Billy, run to God. Billy, don't run from Jesus. Billy, run to Jesus. And I said, you know what, sir? I thought right then and there. I said, man, I'm not going to heaven, and I don't want to go to hell. And I said, help! And I remembered a prayer but when I was a little kid, and I memorized John 3.16, I got a little Dewey button and a piece of chocolate. And I really did it for the chocolate. I didn't care about the button, but I wanted the chocolate. So I memorized John 3.16. I quoted it to him. And I said, and that special prayer that put me back in my body, that changed my life, because, sir, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things pass away and all things are new. I didn't go over three minutes and I talked kind of quick, and I said, but this hand, you see that hand? This hand used to hurt people. I was a bar bouncer, street fighter, all of that. I said, but sir, God has touched me. He's changed me from a dope dealer to a hope dealer. That same hand that hurt people now helps people. And I just stuck my hand towards him, and I said, would you like to pray with me? And he grabbed my hand. He said, I would love to pray with you. With tears coming down his face. He accepted Jesus Christ in his heart. And I said, if you'll allow me, I'd like to take a picture of you and keep you in my prayer log. He said, I would love that too. So if you want to see him, I'll show you after class. Look to your neighbor and say, things are kind of getting cool right about now. Tell your neighbor. <laughs> According to God's purpose, not our pleasure. It is the word prothesis. And it's like you see the soldiers that are all getting limbs blown off and they're coming back and they're putting prothesis. They have artificial arms and hands and legs. And God is like a prothesis in the area where there's inability to produce results. And it means God's intentions, God exhibits in our life and His plan to do that, God's advice that is God's purpose, and it only comes by horizontal posture to lie prostrate and to lie outstretched. Oh my gosh, this verse is saying a whole lot more than we thought. When we align with Him, then our assignment releases His purpose, His pleasure, and our calling becomes activated. Now, let's turn over quickly, and then I've got to tell you just a couple of little stories here. But let's turn over to 1 Timothy chapter 1. And I did this study years ago, but I did it again this morning in the wee hours of the morning. I got my Bible all marked up, and you're going to love it. Looking at verse 18 and 19, and we're being told here, because we're soldiers of Jesus, we are warriors, but we're told and we're given a charge, we're given a command, verse 18, to commit according to the prophecies. So I did a little word study there. According to inspired words spoke over us, prediction, foretelling, according to, watch this, it's the Greek word prophetica, and it means according to the ability by God for us to lead forth into battle with the power and presence of God because of what was spoke to us. Sometimes he speaks directly through the scripture. All scripture is inspired. 
All scripture is new, now, and alive. Psalm 119.89 says God's word is forever settled in heaven. And it means it's in step, it's in sync, it's on time, it's now, it's alive, it's alert, and it makes us stand up and take action. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. So commit, Timothy, commit warriors here in Washington to the prophetic prophecies spoken over us that went before us that we might buy them war. That's a long Greek word, S-T-R-A-T-E-U-O-M-I-A, that we might, watch what this means, serve as a military soldier. Well, I like being a nice Christian, and I really like cupcake Christianity. I know. Everybody does it first. You get saved, there's that honeymoon, and it's kind of a cupcake Christianity, and everything is beautiful. And then along the way, you realize, oh my God, I've got a lot of responsibility. I know how to not go to hell, and other people's don't. And I can tell you this, I interview people everywhere I go. It's in me. It's in my DNA. It's part of my calling. And I'm telling you, the Barner Research stats that are outdated, it says that every hour, 6,900, almost 7,000 people per hour while we are cupcaking and fellowshipping. And all of that's fine and dandy. But if we don't see the sign at the back of the church that says you are now entering the mission field. And I'm not good with 7,000 people an hour, of which only 3 to 5% make heaven. That's a lot of people going south to hell and not north to heaven. So I believe that I'm born, I believe that my writings, and I believe the little bit I get to share what I'm sharing like today, I believe for an impartation for the listening audience, those that are here live and those that are listening to this tape, I brought with me some frankincense awesome oil, and I would love to, whoever wants a little bit of a fresh touch to walk in a new level of zeal and power and fire. Matthew says, 11, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. Watch what it says next. Does anybody know? But the, the violent take it by force. And I know you would know that, and I figured he would know it. But watch this. The violent take it by force. In the Greek, watch this. Say it with me. The extreme. The zealous. The passionate, one who enforces the Word of God by speaking it and praying it. Look to your neighbor and say, you needed a dose of that. Come on, take some. Go ahead and tell your neighbor. The zealous, the extreme, the passionate. The zealous, the extreme, the passionate. The zealous, the extreme, the passionate. Take it by force. It's the word harpazo. That's the word where we get caught up. Come on, somebody. It's a supernatural snatching. And God says, if you'll be extreme and zealous and passionate, if you'll enforce the kingdom by speaking the prophetic word, speaking the written word, and speaking the will of God, you will snatch people from hell. Come on, somebody. Okay, so the military soldier... This is worth coming today, right here. If you don't believe me, I'll pull up my little iPhone and I'll take you right there. This word warfare means to contend with other believers and people and their carnal 
inclinations. Whoa! You know, you expect if we went to war, there's that kind of war. If there was an EMP and the craziness that could happen from that, there's that kind of war. But there's a warfare every day. I tell people, you know, God gave you a family to prepare you for ministry. Come on, somebody. I didn't get a good witness, but everybody in their head was going, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if we can survive our family. In other words, Jesus said, I'm not received in my own hometown. The prophet, the preacher, the man of God, you, the woman of God, people that know you, they go, ah, I remember when you was, you know, people talk about me. I remember you went to juvenile hall for a year. I remember you stole cars. I remember you beat everybody up, got kicked out of every school in San Bernardino. I go, but that was then and this is now, pal. I'm not that person no more. Come on, somebody. So we got to endure the carnal inclinations and as a military person, receive the duties and the function, be steadfast in the things of God as if we are enlisted in an army and continue in them. This thing is pretty heavy. Well, as we pray in tongues every day, he shows us strategies for each and every day. As we wage a good warfare, holding faith and good conscience or moral co-perception, our perception has got to line up with the morality of the Holy Spirit in Jesus. Because some have put away their faith and become shipwreck. So I looked up the second word. I'm going to have to turn my Bible sideways there. The warfare is simply hardship, danger, strict, hard, hard duties. And we're to be, however, encamping, strong, and becoming steadfast and sure in the things that God has called us to. Say this with me. Say, God's presence takes time. God's purpose will give us character. And all of that, we walk in holiness. We walked in sanctification. So, let me tell you kind of my journey. Now, you might not believe this. Pastor, I was born at a very young age. Okay, so you do believe me. Okay, so I was born at a young age, and I walked like this. And I had something called leg perthes. My right hip socket was 50% disintegrated. And my right leg, by the time I was five, was two inches shorter and I had to walk with a built-up shoe, a leg brace, and a pair of crutches. If you think God didn't put a hook in my jaw back in the day, it started a few years ago. And so, I spent almost a year in the hospital. They send me home with all these apparatuses. And I remember they are giving me shots. I don't like shots to this day. And all this therapy, and they had my leg, and they had this basket, and they put weights. And they were, I don't know what they are stretching my leg. I don't know what they were doing. And I remember mean nurses in the middle of the night. Come on, somebody. Male and female. Coming in there, and, and I thought, one of these days I'm going to be bigger, and you will be sorry. <laughs> and so I go home, and they say, there's no hope. He will not be out of his teens. This will spread through his body. It was an acute case of Perthes. And my mom says, you don't understand. I think during that year that I wasn't bugging her, that I was in the hospital, I think she got closer to God. Because when I came out, she was like, Jesus, 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 Jesus. All my friends are going, dude, your mom's a fanatic. I'm going, I live with her, I know. And so she preached to them. She said, someday you will see. Well, we were home watching television. 
How many thank God for TV? And I'm going to close out this service today showing you the most powerful way of soul winning and evangelism on the planet, bar none. The same statistic work, no matter where I'm at, in all the nations I go, I do the same thing. And the last thing I say every single time is the one that's like, oh, my goodness. So my mom was saying, you know, listen to this man, son. And old Roberts was talking and preaching, and he kept pointing into the television camera. And he kept saying, now, the anointing of God can go through the television airways. This is back in 1950, not that long ago. And... <laughs> And he was praying for people. It was a tent. People were getting out of wheelchairs. People were taking braces off. And my mom goes, well... And I'm like, I don't know. And she goes, go touch the TV like he said. So I went over to the TV and I touched the TV and I limped away. And I remember thinking, I guess I didn't get healed. But then old Robert said something, so let me pass this on. This is profound, but yet so simple. He said, once you pray, see, we shoot ourselves in the foot. King David said, set a guard, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep watch at the door of my lips that I don't sin against yeah. you. Yeah. We pray one minute and then Sister Sasquatch comes in with Pastor Sheets and, and Brother Pillows. And, and then they go, so how's it going? All the doctors said. Who cares what the doctor said? How about the great physician? Come on, somebody. By his stripes we are healed. Old Robert said, once you pray and ask God, don't dig up your seed. And we know he taught about that. That's where we learn seed time and harvest and seed faith for healing, for money. Everything reproduces. And so my mom says, well, start thinking Jesus. And I'm just standing there in five years alone looking at the TV. And she just came up to me and she goes, I said, start thinking Jesus. I remember thinking I'm going to end up with an earlobe down to the floor. And so I started thinking, Jesus, do you know I was coming out of my bedroom, and instead of walking like this, I'm walking this way. And my mom sees me. She said a sentence that I will never forget because it's so power-packed, it's so filled with faith, and it was so prophetic. It was prophetic then, all these years ago, not that long ago, but a few years back. It's prophetic now. And she said these words when she saw that the power of God had healed me while I slept. Amen. She said this. <laughs> I believe in Makos. When you get your ta-da, that's what you're going to say. You're going to prophesy the same thing. Oh, my God. She took me back to the doctor. She said, explain this. And doctors were standing there. They x-rayed me again. And they said, Mrs. Henderson, this is a miracle. He has a brand new hip socket from half gone to full. And his leg appears to be the same length as the other one. We didn't do this. This has to be a miracle. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I hope you've enjoyed today's warning radio program. My speaker... Dr. Bill Henderson, nicknamed Pastor for Disaster, because he brings food, water, and needed resources to suffering people. The title of the message, It's Time to Break the Back of Shipwreck Faith. And he's going to continue this message. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy daily my warning radio program. I'll tell you, I want you to do what you can to support me. 
We do need help. This is listener-supported. And last year, I got into some real debt over the course of a year. So I do need people, if they enjoy it, help me. My phone number, 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. You can telephone and give a donation. You can also make sure you get on our mailing list. We send out news articles twice a month, absolutely free. They'll encourage you, develop you, educate you, prepare you for what's about to happen in the United States and around the world. So you can telephone 360-629-5248 and ask to be put on my mailing list. Email newsletter pastoral mailing list. They will send you pastoral articles twice a month, absolutely free. Now, my website is www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Tremendous website. You can watch my television programs, radio programs. We're actually on seven days a week, either radio, television, shortwave, or podcast. So uh, you can tune into my website, www.worldministries.org, and see tremendous programs each and every day of the year. I want to wish all of you out there the very best 2023, the best year you've had in your entire life. May God richly bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.